Can you feel the touchdown thrill of a million dollar payout? Well, get ready because Aristocrat Gaming is blitzing the slots with their first ever NFL themed game, Super Bowl Jackpots. And speaking of gambling, did you know casinos are bleeding billions due to outdated loyalty systems? Plus, as we embark on the heartbreaking Las Vegas shooting of 2017, all this and more coming right up on our show. So buckle up, cause it's game time. Hold on to your slot machine handles because we've got some big news coming out of Sin City. Our awesome reporter Buck Wargo from the CDC Gaming Reports shares the scoop that the Rio and Hotel Casino in Las Vegas is getting a $350 million makeover. Now that's not just a facelift, that's an extreme body transformation. Remember the Rio? The 2500 room joint that was once the playground of Caesars Entertainment? The big Apple-based dreamscape companies, led by their trailblazer president, Eric Brenham, acquired the Rio back in 2019. And now, they're shifting gears from landlord to operator, ready to go all in as they wave goodbye to the Caesars lease in October. I guess you could say they're dealing themselves a new hand. Birnbaum acknowledges that the Rio is getting some, let's say, less than stellar reviews on social media. He's like, hey, I hear ya. We're dropping 350 million to change that. But don't expect an overnight transformation, folks. The full verdict on the Ryu's Phoenix Rising Act won't be out until the 18-month Reno wraps up. You know what else? Dreamscape's got their eyes on the buffet. Yes, the nostalgic Rio buffet, but this isn't your grandfather's Vegas, folks. Dreamscape wants to move with them. Instead of the buffet, they're bringing in a food hall that's sure to turn some heads. Now, don't start worrying about your rewards because the Rio will have your own rewards program called Rio Rewards. They promise it's going to be the most lucrative in the market. Sounds like a jackpot to me. Alright folks, if you're making gaming industry travel plans for 2025, well it's time to adjust your compass and switch out your fish and chips for tapas. A hot news scoop from the CDC Gaming Reports tells us that the gaming industry's beloved ICE and IGB affiliate shows are moving their headquarters from London to, drumroll please, Barcelona. Now, this wasn't a whimsical decision. It took six months of exhaustive, detailed bids from contenders such as Madrid and Paris before Barcelona emerged victorious. And let's not forget the ICE Advisory Board, which comprises the who's of who's of major international gaming brands. They had a say in the matter too. Talk about a thorough vetting process. But wait, there's more. Alex Pratt, the managing director at Claron Gaming, extends his thanks to all the panelists and participating cities for their tireless efforts. But in the end, Barcelona's world-class facilities, logistics, and its ability to scale apparently stole the show. Or shall I say, the ice. Claron also made a surprise announcement that they're relocating the IGB live event from Amsterdam to London in 2025. It's a game of musical chairs, ladies and gentlemen, but on the city scale. And guess what? In January 2025, ICE and IGB affiliate will be the exclusive major events in Barcelona. You heard it right, it's all gaming all the time for the city of Barcelona. So start brushing up on your Spanish because Barcelona is the new place to be in the gaming industry in 2025. Don't forget, the fun begins from January 20th to January 2022nd at the massive Fiera de Barcelona. And remember, what happens in Barcelona? Well, you know the rest. Now, in the physical year 2023, Nevada proved it still had its magic touch 
setting records in slot revenue, table games, and sports betting. How's that for a triple threat? The casinos generated a whopping $15.1 billion in revenue. That's a 3.2% increase over the previous physical year. I mean, really? Who needs a magic show when you've got numbers like that? Leading the charge, you ask? Well, it's our superstar, the Las Vegas Strip. According to Michael Lawton, Senior Economic Analyst for the Nevada Gaming Control Board, the Strip was responsible for a staggering 93.3% of Nevada's $263 million increase in the first half of the year. If the Strip was a superhero, it'd be Cashman, leaping tall earnings in a single quarter. Now, here's a fun fact. June's visitation was at 3.4 million, 3.1% higher than the previous year. That's like if every person in Uruguay decided to have a vacation in Vegas. And we're only halfway joking about Alan John's jumpsuit, because the Vegas Golden Knights really did add a little sparkle to the mix boosting this month's figure with their victorious Stanley Cup run. Now, let's fast forward to next year. Consultant Brendan Bussman predicts strong visitation for the football season and a surge of visitors with the opening of the Fountain Blue and the Super Bowl. So get ready to roll out those 4,000 new rooms, Vegas. Despite downtown Las Vegas revenue declining by 10.4%, they weren't about to let the party die down. I mean, come on. We're talking about the entertainment capital of the world here. It's not all rosy, though, Las Vegas local casinos took a hit with a 10.1% decline in revenue. But as the wise folks say, luck is a fickle friend. And just like Vegas, we're not gonna fold just yet. In the end, Nevada has always been a bit of a high roller, setting new records with a statewide slot win of 10.2 billion and a table and counter card games win of 4.9 billion. Sports betting isn't falling behind either, with the states recording 460 million in sports betting pool win, which by the way, is a new all-time record. I guess you could say, when it comes to the entertainment, Nevada is always placing its bets on the right table. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the CDC Gaming Show's Now Showing segment. We've got something spectacular in store for you today, are you ready for some football in your slot machines? That's right, we're bringing you the electric energy of the NFL right to the casino floor. Introducing Super Bowl Jackpots, the first ever NFL themed slot machine by Aristocrat Gaming. Pick your team, spin for touchdowns, fill goals, and drive towards a potential $1 million payout. With each pull of the lever, you'll be thrown into the heart of the NFL Pack Stadium. Your team's logo proudly displayed, and those victorious celebrations amplified by blue LED strips right on the sides of your screen. But wait, there's more. Super Bowl jackpots also marks the debut of Aristocrat's King Max cabinet enhancing your gaming experience with integrated LED displays and a whopping 63.5 inch ultra high definition curved screen. We're talking touchdowns, field goals, four quarter play, and fan favorite stadium anthems. This action oriented game has it all, immersing you in the authentic NFL experience. But don't take my word for it, try it yourself just in time for the NFL season. And folks, this is just the beginning. Keep an eye out for upcoming titles like Overtime Cash, Super Bowl Link, and of course, the NFL kickoff, to name a few. Aristocrat Gaming is set to score big, and you can be a part of that victory. Remember, you're not just a player, you're an NFL superstar with the Super Bowl jackpots. 
So let's take a spin into the NFL season together. Have you ever spent an eternity waiting in line at the casino just to get a player's card? Well, my friends, it turns out those lines are even costlier than your last losing streak. According to the position paper from Acres Manufacturing Company, we're talking about a whopping 1.7 billion in revenue loss. That's enough to buy well, quite a lot of rounds at the bar. Acres carried out a survey of more than 70 US casinos and the findings are, well, jackpot. Turns out casino goers spend 1.1 billion minutes every year waiting in line for a player's card. Billion, with a B. It's like a weird slot machine where the only prize is, well, waiting. And guess what? More than 80% of the 110 million player cards printed annually are just reprints for existing members. So it's a bit like going on a date, only to realize you've already been on this date with the same person. All in all, the US casino industry is shelling out nearly 3 billion annually on the assurance of these physical player cards. And if that wasn't enough, there's a whole army of potential loyal players who'd rather play roulette with the porcupine than endure the cumbersome enrollment process. But have no fear, folks because Noah Akers, a big shot at Akers Manufacturing, says there's a solution. And surprisingly, it's not making the lines more fun. It's their very own Foundation HQ CMS. It promises to get rid of those pesky physical cards, streamline enrollment down to a snappy 10 seconds, and potentially add an additional 2 billion in annual revenue. It's about time we left those loyalty cards in the past where they belong, right? next to the dial-up internet and floppy disks. So let's hope that Acres can deliver on their promise and bring the casino industry into the 21st century. Las Vegas, a city synonymous with bright lights, is creating a beacon of remembrance that stands testament to that very sentiment. For those who might not recall, the deadliest mass shooting in modern US history happened here in October 2017, right on the Las Vegas Strip claiming 58 lives and affecting countless others. But as darkness descended, the city of Las Vegas held onto the light. And now, a memorial is being crafted, a beacon that will shine bright with 58 towering beams of light, each representing a soul taken too soon. The memorial, brought to life by local firm JCJ Architecture, will take the form of a serene part shaped like an infinity symbol Imagine walking through a garden, following a looping path that leads you past a glass tower and a remembrance ring housing the 58 luminous beams, each displaying the name and photo of each victim. The design also includes 22,000 lights to symbolize each concertgoer present on the fateful night. And let's not forget the alternate design, featuring 15 large horse statues and two smaller ones standing in honor of the victim's home states, countries, and the children who lost their parents. The memorial is far from a simple feat, but as Maida Smith, a committee member who lost her sister in the shooting, reminds us, it's also a beacon of beauty, healing, and love. This project is a testament to the resilient spirit of Las Vegas, and in the city that never sleeps, let these lights be a constant reminder of the souls we carry in our hearts. Today, we're excited to have a special guest with us. He's a public relations expert who spent nearly two decades at Steinbeck Communications, shaping narratives and influencing perceptions. Not just that, he's also the brains behind the Red Wagon Institute, where he's committed to unlocking the superhero in every team member. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming the indoubtable, the inspirational, Paul Spears Hernandez. So Paul, we're thrilled to have you with us today. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. This is very exciting for me to be here with you. Yeah, no, it's great to have you. And and look, you've made quite a name for yourself uh, in the PR during your two decades at uh, Steinbeck Communications. And, uh, you know, why don't we kick off with sharing a bit about how you began this journey and what sparked your interest in public relations? You know, it's fun. Well, first of all, it's hard to believe I've been doing this for as long as I have because I still look so young as it clearly comes across on camera. <laughs> how could that guy be in past his 30s? It's amazing. You know what? It's funny story, Casey, because I went into college dead set knowing what I was going to do. And I was going to be a I was going to be a corporate lawyer working for a Japanese firm, working in the World Trade Center in New York City. And I couldn't have been any more excited about it. And I took my first law class. and I was like, mm, I don't know about that. And then I took my first Japanese class. And that's when I discovered I was dyslexic because the kanji, I couldn't read it. It just made no sense. And then I took my completely accidentally. I took my first comms class. And I immediately found my people. And I was like, you know what? This is where I belong. These are my folks. This is this is 100% where I belong. I never look back and I love it. No, that's fascinating. And and no, now one of your philosophies uh, that really seems to serve as a bridge for your work at Stein, Steinbeck Communications and Red Wagon Institute, it's the idea that employees are your first and primary audience. You know, can you unpack this philosophy a little bit for us? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we do truly believe that ever since I first started in marketing, I, I've always thought that employees have to come first. And the reason is because they're your first customer contact. They're your evangelists. And if your employees ain't buying what you're selling, neither are your customers. Your customers aren't going to buy what you're selling from employees who don't believe it either. So bringing employees to the party and helping them understand what you're doing, what you're about, helping them buy into your philosophy and what it is you have to offer is crucial. It's absolutely essential to, to business. So when we believe that on the communication side, we bring that over to the Red Wagon Institute side and we help employees become leaders more than managers to really truly lead in whatever position they're in. And then they're truly built to excel at that point. Yeah, this, uh, this notion of the brain's hardwiring is quite intriguing. You know, how has this understanding of this notion played into your work? and the communications and employee training. Yeah, you know, our brains, the more I, the more research I do, the more fascinated I get with how our brains work. And what's funny about our brains is we're hardwired to say no and yes at the same time. So, you know, well, picture, picture you're standing in front of a tree and you wanna climb the tree and the brain says, you can't climb that tree. Well, it only takes 20% of the brain's function to say no. We operate at 20%, we live in unconscious selves all the time. That's how we're able to drive home and not remember the drive home because we live in unconsciousness all the time. However, when we say, you know what? I can climb that tree. I can. What happens is our brain lights up and 80% of our brain suddenly is, is firing and doing all of its magic and finds ways to the possible. And that philosophy of finding ways to the possible is really what it's all about. That's that bridge. It allows us to think bigger, be bold, be innovative, and create things like cell phones and laptops that we're using today and the internet and mass communication. Literally everything that happens around us is because people engage that other 80% of their brain where they're like, yes, yes, we can. Let's do it. No, I, I love that. And, you know, let's shift gears a little to Red Wagon. 
I love the mission statement, making teams better by unlocking the superhero in each team member. You know, can you share some of your secret strategies that you've used to help, you know, people discover their inner superheroes? Sure. You know, the, the, the first, it sounds, it sounds really simple, right? And a lot of what we do at Red Wagon sounds really simple. And then the implementation is challenging and that's where the fun is. And it's really easy to say, what we say in class all the time, it's easy to say, hard to do. And what it all comes down to is that we're about allowing everyone to be a leader. Everyone gets to be a leader today. Receptionist to CEO, frontline worker to CEO. Everyone gets to lead because we need everyone to be a leader, right? At any given time, anyone needs to be that lead. They need to take the lead in helping a customer and they need to take the lead in finding a new initiative, whatever that is. So it's like I say, it's easy to say hard to do, but everyone gets to be a leader. That's the first thing. And then we build on that idea. We built our entire class structure. You know, we have three core classes called managing to leading, curing cancer, and moonshot. And those core classes and everything else we do are built on the philosophy of living four principles and balance. Four principles, and that's determination, enthusiasm, concentration, and patience. And when those four are in balance, man, you can excel. And when you're stumbling, you're not finding your goal. You say, "What am I? What am I short on here? Am I determined? Yeah. Am I enthusiastic? Mm -hmm. Am I concentrating? Yeah, I'm concentrating. I'm a little distracted. Not bad. Am I patient? Yeah, it's okay. So then you can really hone in on what you're missing, and that's where we help people excel. That's really the secret sauce, man. Is those four principles, and we build everything we do around those, and the difference is astounding. It's amazing what people can do when they get those aligned and also when they can gut check and say, okay, low in this area, high in this area, how can we bring this area? Bam, watch you go. No, I, I love those four principles and including the accountability along with that. Just, I, I could see, I could see the results. Look, you've got a, you got an exciting keynote coming up at the OIGA conference and trade show. You know, can you tease our audience a little bit about what they can expect there? I know I'll be there. Oh, awesome. I'm so excited you're going to be there. I I am thrilled to be doing this keynote at OIGA. It's on the first day of the show at 8 o'clock, 8.30 in the morning. It's called The Power of Can. And what we're going to talk about is, so Casey, if you think about the environment of can and what that does to people. So when you go up to your, your boss or your coworkers or whatever, you say, hey, I have this great idea. And they say, oh, yeah, well, we can't. What does that do? I mean, we could just feel it between the two of us in our conversation. You can feel that deflatedness, right? So when you, your customers walk up to you and they say, hey, can you? And you say, I can't. But what does that do? Well, our philosophy is that can't with a T is a communicable disease that you will pass on. And it's going to kill your business. It's going to kill your, your morale. It's going to kill your emotional, physical, and mental well-being. So what this is about is discovering those, uh, those threats of can't and changing those into possibilities of can. And when we live in can, that's when that 80% of our brain fires up and man, watch you excel. That's what it's about. So we're going to talk about, we're going to give some illustrations of people who thought they were living in can and how they switched to can and then how to do that and what that really truly means. We'll talk about some, some academic studies that hundred percent absolutely prove the science behind it. We'll talk about how you can use an electroencephalograph and literally see the brain firing when you live in can and when you don't. We'll talk about the physical things that can do to you when you live in can't and the difference that makes when you live in can and then how that uh, moves forward to 
your teams at work and at home and in your community and the difference that can make. That's awesome. And I know a lot of us are looking forward to that panel and uh, the others that'll be there at OIGA as well. Yeah, Look, it's going to be a great show. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. Very excited. Um, switching subjects. Nowadays, we're dealing with a hybrid work environment with both remote and in-person teams. You know, how does that affect your training strategy? It, it's, well, it's, it does and it doesn't. I'll say that. It's been fun because it's been a challenge, right? The way we're talking now is over the internet. So the answer is, yeah, we can do that, right? Like we 100% can. We build our classes for an in-person experience because it's really heavy on experiential learning. And we've been incredibly successful with doing things online. So it's about meeting people where they are and helping them be the best in the environment in which they exist. I will say, however, we worked with one group who is fully remote and they came to our class for the first, they hadn't seen each other in about four years in person. And it made a huge impact because they were able to build relationships because they'd just been talking to a pinhole for four years. So be able to interact with people and, and see them and get to know them and have these challenges. You know, in 15 minutes, you can face a challenge together and grow as a team exponentially. And you always have that experience to refer back to. It's powerful. So can we do things online? Absolutely. Can we do things live? Sure. It's about meeting people where they are and helping them be the best they can be where they are. Some great insights, Paul. As we wrap up, are there any exciting projects or initiatives on the horizon for uh, Red Wagon Institute? Yeah. Well, you know, in addition to the uh, keynote at OIGA, that's Tuesday the 15th at 8.30, we have, you know, it's funny, Casey, it's funny and it's not. I mean, it's funny because it's odd how often it comes up. As we talk to groups of all sizes, when, whether I'm reading a news article or seeing things on LinkedIn or having conversations with folks, one thing that is very common across all businesses and industries right now is how people say their teams are stuck in silos. So we wrote a class specifically for that. It's called Silo Camp. It's wow. hilarious. It's really fun. It's a full day experiential learning of how silos how fast they can form and how fast you can move past them and how you can get beyond them forever and leave them behind. It's so much fun. We love it. That's a new initiative we just launched and it is a total blast having a lot of fun with it. Awesome. Uh, Paul, I appreciate you taking the time today and uh, being on the CDC gaming show. Let me tell you, I, I love this show. I've seen every single episode. I read CDC reports three times a day and on the weekend. You've done a great job with this, Casey. Congratulations on this new endeavor. It's been fantastic, and I'm a big fan. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Paul. I really appreciate it. You bet. Thank you again. All right, folks. That's a wrap. If you want to keep up with the latest from the gaming world, don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe, and ring the bell. I'm Casey Gonzalez, your gaming guide, reminding you to stay lucky and play smart. Until next time, game on.